Hey there, mighty men. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, founder of Men Made For More Coaching. Our business helps husbands level up their life, their leadership, and their legacy in marriage and in business. The purpose of this podcast is to bring together like-minded men that feel destined for big things in their life, and provide you the resources and community that you need to lead yourself, your family, and your business. If you've ever felt overwhelmed, frustrated, lost, or alone on your journey to a better and more purposeful life, you're in the right spot. You weren't designed to be average, so it's time to quit living that way. Today, I'm giving you permission to unlock your true potential and step into all that you were made for. What's up, guys? Welcome to today's show. Uh, For those that are listening to this live at launch date, uh, just a quick reminder, we have our Mindset Mastery Challenge going on right now. Awesome group of guys that are going through it, and uh, the first couple days have been amazing. If you guys are looking to catch the recordings on that, you guys can still sign up through the link in the show notes, so make sure to check that out, and it is not too late to at least join on the recordings and some of the last half of the calls there. So if you guys are looking to level up your mindset, go ahead and check that out. Uh, but today we are talking all about self-limiting beliefs, and this is a, a popular topic, one that uh, I know a lot of guys struggle with. Uh, it's come up already in our in our coaching calls and uh, with individual coaching clients, something that see a lot of, and most men don't realize that these self-limiting beliefs, negative self-talks, and other self-sabotaging techniques are often what's holding them back from greatness. If you have an area of your life that doesn't look exactly the way you want it to, it could be physically, financially, spiritually, in your relationships, then it's time to get rid of these self-limiting beliefs and replace them with a championship mindset. If you don't take control of your mind, I talk about this a lot, but someone or something else will. And most men fall into the traps of getting complacent in the areas of their life that matter the most. And we can't be doing that. We have to live with this sense of urgency. We have to actively work on these things to uh, create the change that we want to see. So it's time to change that. It's time to jumpstart your new mindset and raise your level of focus. And if you guys missed last week's episode on changing your mindset to change your life, I highly recommend you start there as we dive deep into some of the power strategies needed to develop a championship mindset. But that being said, there's also you know, more to developing that type of mindset. The more I, I reflected on the last episode and as was reviewing it, there was one piece that I, I felt was missing. And that's where, that's where the inspiration for, for this podcast episode came from because that type of mindset is great. And we want to, we want to feed that championship mindset. We want to do all those things, implement those power strategies that I talked about, but that is not going to always carry you through the highs and the lows of life. You can't simply feed your mindset, all these positive things. If you're already plagued by self-limiting beliefs and self-limiting beliefs come in all shapes and sizes, it can present as a lack of confidence, doubts in your abilities, assuming the worst of every situation or of every person being stuck and thinking you always struggle with anger, failure, lust, greed, procrastination, insert anything in there that you struggle with thinking that I'm always going to be plagued by this. There's just this thing that I, I was born with and I have to deal with it. That's a self-limiting belief. could be something like thinking you're too old, thinking you're too young. You're not talented enough. You don't have enough education or insert any other reason of why you can't do something in these stories that you're telling yourself. Now, if you have these, these we'll call them weeds growing in your mindset garden, no amount of watering the good will overtake the bad. You can feed your mindset with encouraging podcasts, self-help books, and all the motivational speeches the world has to offer. But if you don't first get rid of those weeds, 
which are your self-limiting beliefs, those things holding you back, you're never going to have a mindset that is truly thriving and without limitation. You're going to feel weighed down. You're going to feel burdened. Now, look, guys, I know how hard it is to be plagued with these self-limiting beliefs. I've been there, and I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. But uh, these things, when these self-limiting beliefs start controlling you and bringing you down, it's not a good place to be. I've been there in my own thoughts and actions, telling people I was, I was confident. Oh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm good. When in reality, deep down, we know something's, something's not right. We're, we're plagued by these things. They're holding us down. We, we put on this front of having it all together. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm this business owner. I'm married. I'm, you know, I'm doing all these things. Or I'm in PT school. And you know, life's good. Like, I'm doing everything I want. When in reality, not confident on the inside. Not, not uh, really believing in the things that I was saying. And that's the journey that I've been on over the last six months, exactly why I created this six-day mindset mastery challenge that we're going through with an amazing group of guys right at this moment. And the same thing happens with, with them. And the more I talk to guys, the more the stuff gets, gets surfaced because it's prevalent. So know that you're not alone in these thoughts. And if you're putting on a front of being confident on the outside, but you're filled with doubts and overwhelm on the inside, you're definitely not alone in this. And growing up, uh, this, this happens subconsciously. I, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of, uh, plenty of examples that I, I can't even, uh, I can't even recall, but there were plenty of things going through, you know, starting with high school that, you know, things that started to, you know, put my worth in these external things, these results that I got or I didn't get in. And some of that's the, you know, some of that's when I, when I did good in school, I got rewarded. I was, I was more liked when I, when you do good in sports, you're, you're more liked when you're, uh, when you're around certain people, then like, and you're not being yourself, but you're getting rewarded that way, that, that starts to put these self-limiting beliefs deep down of like, people want to see this version of me, but that's not really true. That's, I'm not living authentically to who I am, but it reinforces some of that. And it puts us down a bad path. You know, some, some big examples, some, some small examples cut from a baseball team as a, as a sophomore. And I had a lot of friends on the baseball team. Those are some of my best friends. And getting cut though, you end up spending, I mean, how many hours do you spend in a baseball season? That's hundreds of hours that I didn't get with my friends and got a little alienated with them and you don't get to see them as much. And then you don't feel like who you are is, uh, is as accepted. It's only because I was playing baseball. That's why. And, and now I'm, now I'm a failure in that sense. Like I got cut from my baseball team, uh, my senior year of football in high school, being benched for a, a junior that, uh, you know, we look up to that senior year season for so long. You, you have these expectations of how it's going to be. You work so hard to that point. And I, guys, I, I busted, I busted my butt working for, for that starting spot. And then you get benched because there's someone more talented than you. And what does that do to your self-worth things that seem very silly in hindsight, but anyone that can relate to them, that's been there, the high school crush falls for your best friend. You know, those things that hurt, uh, hurt my worth. And, and I know a lot of, a lot of guys can hang on to those things of, you know, much more serious things than, than dealing with something like that. You know, another example, I'm sure a lot of guys can relate with people love being around drunk Dave much more than sober Dave. This was something that plagued me through college, through PT school, putting on this, uh, you know, party, partying to a degree that's unhealthy because well, when I'm drunk, people love, people love being around me. I'm funny. Like I can, I can get the girls. I can do these things when I'm, when I'm living that life. But you know, when I'm sober, people don't have the same things to say to me. They don't, you know, they don't, uh, they don't think I'm as funny. They don't think I'm as that. So you start to play into, well, well, I have to, I have to drink more. I have to put myself in these situations to, uh, to make myself more accepted to do those things. And I don't fully, I don't fully know. I don't fully pretend to know of how all these things 
you know, plagued confidence issues, plagued things. As I got further into life, as we got married, as we started a business, as started taking on life, I don't know how those things factored in, but I guarantee you uh, those things and plenty of other things are things that are still, were still haunting me to some degree until I actively started addressing on this. Like I said, this, this journey I've been on, especially over the last six months of really identifying these things and uh, taking, taking those weeds out, pulling those weeds, identifying where they're coming from, speaking, speaking truth into those, getting rid of those lies, those stories that told time and time again, that aren't even true. These things that get exaggerated and these can happen in all sorts of forms. And I, I know there's varying degrees of this, but it's a, it's a very real thing. But I want to talk about a few solutions that have helped me. I have three, three, we'll call them power strategies, three power strategies that you can use to help fight these limiting beliefs and take your mindset to a new level. Because until we get rid of these weeds, then we're going to continue to be plagued by them. We're going to continue to limit the growth of all the good that is in store for us. So the first strategy, make sure you know your identity and that's who you really are. That's uh, the things I talked about of when you're not authentic to who you are, when you see yourself as only being liked in this, this certain thing, but it doesn't feel true to you. You have to know what being true to you is. And uh, one way to do this is through a personal contract. Mine is I am a bold, authentic and accountable warrior of God. And that's something that I have to remind myself of regularly. That's something that is not just who I am today, but who is my ideal self. And that's what you need to ask yourself. These things should define you as your ideal person, your ideal state of being, who you are deep down and who you want to show up as every single day at your core. If you struggle, struggle with being a, an honest person that that should find its way into your contract. If you're not uh, true to your word, that's a, that's an important thing. That's a self-limiting belief. If you struggle with confidence, throw that in there, find the contract that works for you, but identify something that shouldn't be wordy. This should, doesn't have to sound great to someone else. This just has to resonate with you at your core. So the first thing, that first strategy is know your identity, make that personal contract. The second thing, affirm the truth. And this is something we tell ourselves lies. Those stories are not truth. Those stories of not being confident, not being good enough, not being funny, not being loved. Those things are all stories that we tell ourselves that are not uh, embedded in truth. So we have to replace those lies with truth because those stories you made up about yourself, about others, about how the world works. And a lot of this happens subconsciously. These don't actually hold any weight. And I love this. Uh, I heard this on a, another podcast, I think on Ed Milet with, with John Gordon. He says, we can listen to our thoughts or we can speak truth to them. How often are we just listening to our thoughts, listening to what's coming in, but not speaking truth to it? We're just, if we're just listening and just absorbing, then we're getting shot these lies that the, the world tells us that, uh, that we're just hearing time and time again, these arrows that keep hitting us. So we have to choose not to listen and choose to speak truth into them. And this can happen one of two ways. One is through self-affirmation, say things and say these things to the mirror, say these things every morning, have these on note cards. I am bold. I am confident. I am patient. I am honest. I'm loving. These types of things can seem silly. They seem kind of woo woo, but if you want to, if you want to get rid of these things, you got to do some things that uh, you haven't tried before that the, the people that are really seeing these changes are doing. And these affirmations hold, hold weight, speak them to yourself enough times and you're going to start to believe it. I don't know all the science behind it. I know it's worked personally. I know it's worked for so many of my coaching clients, so many other guys I've talked to, and it's something that is worth implementing. Speak that truth. So that can come from yourself, but the other place is through truth outside of ourselves and in our higher beliefs. For me personally, there's no better place to go than God's word for this. If you're struggling with worry about the future, 
Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. If you're struggling with a setback and how, how could this possibly turn around? I had the setback in work. I, this broken relationship, Romans eight twenty eight says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose, all things out there, not just some things, not just, uh, the kind of bad things, even the worst situations we go through God's working in ways that we don't know. And he's molding things together. He's, he's working on our behalf and it all is for the good of, of his purpose. And we have to remember that those are, that's outside truth. We can speak in. If you're worried about what other people think of you, first Corinthians four, three through four says, as for me, it matters very little how I might be evaluated by you or by any human authority. I don't even trust my own judgment at this point. My conscience is clear, but that doesn't prove I'm right. It is the Lord himself who will examine me and decide. We are playing for an audience of one guys. And whether you believe in God, whether it's a higher belief of some other sort, you're not playing for the, the approval of others. You can't be playing for the approval of, of those around you because they're going to continue to let you down. Even the people you love, you can't put all your weight in that because what happens when that love isn't given the way that you want it to, then it can, it can crush you if you're not replacing it with something higher than that. And lastly, if you're struggling with confidence, Joshua one nine says, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. Second Timothy one seven says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So there's some outside truth, some stuff that is written thousands and thousands of years ago, stuff that still rings true today that we can speak into ourselves. So those affirmations from ourselves, and then find that, you know, find that higher power, find that truth in, in God's word that you can hang your head on. That's something that I don't expect everyone to have the same beliefs as I do. But man, I would not be where I am today without, without God's word, getting, getting me through the, the struggles, the lack of confidence, the doubts, the self-limiting beliefs. If you guys have any questions on that specifically, I would love to chat with you guys. Uh, my, my number's right there in the show notes. Make sure to reach out. If you guys have any questions, we can dive deeper into that. But the third strategy here, so make sure that we're covering uh, this third piece after you've done those first two things. So you've, uh, you, you, identified who you are, your personal contract, you're affirming the truth. Last thing, surround yourself with the right tribe, surround yourself with the right people that are going to speak truth into you, speak life into you, speak faith into you and give you a true reflection of who you are. I uh, heard this uh, analogy from a mentor of mine, Steve Weatherford, and he talks about uh, someone who I got coaching from. And he talks about how, you know, we see ourselves in these kind of like carnival distorted mirrors where it's, it's all fuzzy and reflection. And we don't, we don't get a true reflection of who we are, but when you're around those right people, they see you for who you really are. They can speak that truth into you and they can lift you up when you need it and speak the truth into you. See those best qualities, not the, not those worst stories and worst qualities that you identify in yourself. They can speak a true reflection to you and they can lift you up when you need it the most. If you want, if you want to try and do it alone, I do not recommend it. I've been there. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Surrounding yourself with community is always a better option. So that's that third strategy. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right tribe. So guys, today's take action takeaway for you guys. The one thing you can do, find one of those three strategies that you need work on. Those three power strategies we talked about, know your identity, have that personal contract, 
affirm the truth, start speaking truth into it, and then surround yourself with the right tribe. Find the area where you need it the most and just take action on putting that into practice today. Imagine being free of all these limiting beliefs that have previously held you back while moving to a thriving life that's possible with the right mindset. And you can do this once you start to shed those limiting beliefs. Guys, I, I, know this is, I know this will be helpful if you guys can take it and apply it. I appreciate you guys investing in yourselves. So I appreciate you listening into this podcast for supporting yourself, for wanting to, to take the next step into that, that better life. And if you guys are really serious about taking your mindset to the next level, let me and an amazing group of guys help you. It's still not too late to get into our six-day challenge we kicked off this week, where I'm currently coaching a group of guys through a mindset mastery challenge. You can kind of think of this like a boot camp for your mindset. It's already been an amazing couple of days, and this is something you don't want to miss if you need some more specific guidance, support, and accountability for myself and like-minded men. If you guys don't have that tribe, guys, come along with us. You will get caught up in a hurry on things. You might've missed the first couple of days, but we all have access to all the recordings and you'll sign up still in time to get some of the live calls for the rest of the week and join that private group we have. If you guys have questions on the challenge on this podcast or anything in there resonate with you, shoot me a text. My number's right there in the show notes, 760-477-4361. Yes, guys, it's, it's me. There'll be an automated message you get from it, but uh, I'll be responding right back to you guys. If you guys do have any questions on that, make sure to reach out. Again, I appreciate all you guys. I appreciate you investing in yourself. Go crush those self-limiting beliefs, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening today, guys. I'm believing that even if you apply one thing from today's show, you're taking one step closer to living as the man you were made to be. Meaningful change doesn't happen overnight, so keep showing up and keep consistent every single day until good things start to happen. If you haven't already, taking 60 seconds to write a review on whatever platform you're listening on goes a long way in growing this podcast and reaching other men just like you that are hungry for more in their life. If you have any questions on today's show, feedback or content you want to see more of, shoot me a text. Yep. Text me 760-477-4361. That's 760-477-4361. Let me know that you're listening in so I can personally thank you for your support of myself and the show. That's it for today, guys. It's time to raise your standard for yourself. Stop settling for just getting by. Go all in on your passions and the life you were made for. I love you guys and talk to you soon.